Hi everyone, thank you very much for staying with us on episode 3 of SG Sports Uncut. In this segment, we are going to speak to our athletes from Pinchak Silat. They are currently world champions in their respective categories. They are Muhammad Hazim and Noor Zohaira. And completing the lineup is a former two-time world champion himself, Muhammad Shakil Juanda. Hey guys, uh, thank you for joining us on episode 3 of SG Sports Uncut. Shakir Juanda, we'll start with you yes. uh, with this discussion on Penchak Silat. Uh, perhaps you can tell us how 2019 has been for you so far. Uh, it's been a fruitful year and exciting year as well. It's because as of last year, I've already retired from sports of Penchak Silat. Mm -hmm. And right now, I'm working with Sports Singapore, working with uh, sports, Singapore Sports Institute right. as a sports performance manager. So that explains why I keep seeing you in the in the gym. Yes, of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but which would you? I mean, so you retired about eleven months just after the World Championships. Yes, Singapore correct. hosted yeah. last December. Mm. So this year, which would you say was your biggest highlight over the last almost eleven months? Um, I think it should definitely be the induction of me in the Sports Hall of Fame last weekend. As of last weekend, yes. Um. I feel blessed and actually uh, I didn't saw it coming uh, it's because everything I do is um, I do from the bottom of my heart uh, so it's very in sincerity so and out of passion so when people recognize me and also as recognized as a sports hall of famer so I'm just thankful and blessed that I've given this opportunity to be inducted in the sports hall of fame that's right I uh, this was at our Tampanese hub last Saturday yes, during the uh, SEA Games flag, flag presentation yes. yeah. uh, you were on stage together with, with our former national swimmer Tao Li as yes. well and uh, Minister Grace Fu and uh, SNOC President uh, Tan Chuan yes. yeah. uh, so this was in recognition 17 years mm. of uh, competing in Silat uh, like you say you didn't see it coming yeah. so when you were standing there on stage and looking at you know more than 600 athletes it's probably I. If I'm not mistaken, it's our biggest away contingent yes, for a major games. Yeah. So, what went through your mind uh, as you? Actually, I think um, that was the most uh, nervous part of my life. Um, it couldn't compare while I'm preparing for my competition. Right. I also don't know why. It's because while I'm waiting for the queue for me to go up the stage, my so-called both knees are actually like shaking already. Mm. I don't know why, and uh, even during uh, Suhaila gave me the testimony speech, it really touches me and uh, it made me cry. Is because I think the way she said it really touches me, uh, and yeah, and it's also incredible that I've touched, uh, I've made a difference in uh, someone's life, and also particularly Suhaila becoming a champion and, and so on and so forth. Yeah. Suhaila is in. Uh, Another one of the uh, seven world champions correct yeah. from last year's world champions yes, correct okay let's check in now with one of the seven mm. world champions sure as in Noor Zuhaira Binti Muhammad Yazid and how has your year been especially coming off a great campaign in 2018 my year has been great um, right after world champs we had uh, I mean there was back to back um, competitions so I guess that we, we don't really, we have a break, but we don't really have a break. So like, we have a, like for this year, more focus is on SEA Games. Right. So, um, yeah, my, my, my year has been great. 
Okay. Like uh, I I can, I I manage to maintain my my your form. Yeah, my title. And talking about that, what was your highest moment in 2019? I mean, your yeah. What would you say was your highest so far? Uh, for this year, it will be the pre sea games. Uh, because I didn't expect me to get the gold medal, so with that, it actually um motivate me to you know like I can still like to man to defend my title is very hard. Yeah. So and my um my competitors is all also very strong. So with that um achievement, I I've proved myself that you know anything is possible. Like yeah. Uh, Definitely. Okay. Let's hear now from Muhammad Hazim bin Muhammad Yusli, only 18 years of age. He's already a world champion, 18 years old. Hazim, it's been almost one year since you won gold at the World Penchak Silat Championship hosted right here in Singapore. Uh, straight up, I got to ask you, do people, since that moment one year ago, do people now still go around and call it, hey champ, hey champ, champ, you know, at your school, I mean, you're studying at ITE West or even in the public. Yeah, most of my friends uh, recognize me as a champion because I won the world title. Correct. So they, Did they call you? Did yeah. They call you champ. Hey, champ. Yeah, sometimes lah. Sometimes, because um, I'm really close to my IT friends. It's like a lot of bonding stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, they call me champs a lot of times. Okay. Uh, do not be deceived by his mild manner. I mean, you put on your spectacles, you look like Clark Kent, but when you take off the spectacles and you see him in the ring, different, different. You'll see the world champion come out roaring, as you can see the photograph here with the Singapore flag. Uh, we'll come back to the world champs in a little bit, but I'm assuming you're going to say that 2019 has been a good year, especially due to a certain moment which took place in April. What was it that took place in April? Was it? Uh. It's uh, obviously it's the Singapore Sports Award. Okay. Yeah. And this is the annual uh, award ceremony that we celebrate Singapore sports and our athletes and coaches and everybody else. How? What? What role did you play? So basically, uh, I won the Sport Boy of the Year. Were you surprised that yeah, you I won? I was shocked. I was at the moment when they announced me as a Sport Boy of the Year. I was. I was. Blank until my friend was, uh, my teammates all shouted at me, like, Ooh, yeah. Then oh, nice. I was like, Ooh, okay, it's me. And then, <laughs> <laughs> just, I mean, it's come on, 17 years old, being a world champion. What went through your mind as you walked up on stage to receive the award? Sports boy of the year. So, when I was walking to the stage, yeah, I was felt like I was dreaming, mm. yeah. But eventually it was real. Okay. So like when I go up to the stage I was so happy that I don't know how to I don't know how to button up my shirt, my blazer. So it's like it's a bizarre thing for me. Okay. And do you remember uh, who did you acknowledge or who did you thank for getting you to that point and winning the sports boy title? Um I think uh, my parents, because they support me throughout when I was at my lowest and they were there for me. Mm. And 
So I want to thank them to because of their support and I want to give my gift to them as a SEA Games champion. SEA Games gold medal? Yeah, in the future. Nice one. We talk about the SEA Games in a while. Turning to Shakir Jonda, Hazim wasn't the only winner at the sports awards uh, eight months ago. As Sheikh Alauddin won coach of the year, there was another award for team of the year in relation to the world championships uh, held last December. So Shakir, three awards for Silat at the nation's biggest annual sports awards event. What does this achievement mean or signify for Silat in Singapore? Um, I believe that uh, the sport of Silat has definitely um, make a stand in Singapore. Mm. Um, we have produced a lot of world champion as well. So I think um, Silat as a whole is um, expanding as well and we wanted to be in the Olympics. So yes, um, Silat in Singapore, we have made a significant progress, mm. which is good and positive. So I hope that in the long run, um, we will still um, have that same drive towards the Olympics. Nice, nicely put. Okay, let's talk about tournament proper, the World Championships. Singapore hosted uh, 11 months ago, last December, at the OCBC Arena. All of you were part of it. Uh, Shakir, this was your final tournament before uh, you know you retired. So maybe you can take, uh, tell us about your experience. I mean, this is almost at the tail end of 17 years yes. of uh, Pinchak Silat. So what is your experience at the World Championships? Uh, it's been a mixed feelings. Um, it's because throughout the 17 years, um, I've been competing in different categories and as of World Championship 2018, I've competed in four World Championships and four different weight classes. So uh, every competition is uh, a different experience. Yeah. Uh, it's a roller coaster ride. Being, uh, I have to, uh, I'm playing in class F. Yeah. which was previously I was playing in class I which is 85 to 90 and class F is 65 to 70 so I have to lose about 20 oh, kg wow. and um, the opponent is also different they are, they are, they are much more faster and, um, and also agile so I have to kind of like uh, adapt to their fighting uh, stars, abilities, and so on and so forth. Yeah. So um, actually, I'm quite happy with my uh, performance. Is because um, I know that during training and during competition, I do not slack and I did my very best. So, and uh, the principle and also the slogan that I always keep with me is, you know, give your ultimate best and let the Almighty do the rest. So once. Wow. If I've given my all in whatever things that I do, and if thing doesn't go your way, and which is natural, you know, everything doesn't go your way, just accept it as fate and move on, and you know, live life positively. Well, I mean, you are you were a two-time world champion going into this final world championship. Mm. Uh, you finished off with a bronze medal. Still a, a tremendous performance, uh, because it is the world championship after all. Yeah. So at the age of thirty-one. It's been one year already. Why did you decide to leave the sport? Uh, actually, my heart is still in Silat. So it's just that I want to venture out in a different field. Right. Because I spent 
nearly half of my life in Silat. Mm. So I want to learn new skills in terms of management and whatsoever stuff. So maybe yeah, in the future, once I attain the knowledge that I want, maybe I can help back Silat. Yep. Yeah. And now you're a Hall of Famer. Yes. Yeah. That's a so bonus. Nice. Let's continue with uh, Zuhaira. And you were one of the Magnificent Seven. I say Magnificent Seven because there were seven gold medalists for Singapore at the 2018 World Championships. Yours was in the artistic singles category. Firstly, how does the artistic event take place? I mean, uh, for the benefit of our audience who are maybe not familiar. So how does that take place? As in, what are you judged on and when you execute your routine? Uh, we are judged on our performance, as in like um, techniques, skills, and um, expression. Ex- expression plays a big part in... Um, as in, um, your facial expressions? Yeah. It's like, cause it's like drama, mm. so we do tell a story in every movement and the choreograph what that was uh, presented. And uh, besides all that, we they we are also um, judged based on as in there's time, there's time limit uh, that we have to perform. We have to finish the whatever performance there is um, within three minutes and. If it, if it exceeds three minutes, um, more or less uh, five seconds, hmm. uh, there will be penalty. Hmm. Mm. Okay. You choose the music, of course. Um, there is no music. Oh. There's no music. Uh, so, uh, there is a reason why um, our team is always like the one shouting. So, it helps. When they, to, when they suck. Like, like when we are performing. Yeah. So like if we punch, then they will shout just so that you know we make the movement stronger. So they shout and not you shout. No, <laughs> okay. but like uh, for Gander they can shout. Gander is the double. Right. Yeah. So only for the doubles they um they we will choreograph ourselves, but for um singles and team mm. there is already a fixed movement mm. that we have to finish off uh within time of three minutes. Three minutes. Well, you did face two opponents from the Philippines mm-hmm. and Thailand. Uh, how did you beat them en route to becoming world champion for the very first time? Um, it's the same opponent that I uh, competed with uh, at Asian Games. So, uh, Philippine was the bronze medalist for Asian Games. Yeah, so... Um, Mm-hmm. I was a better performer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Champions. yeah, it was your day that day. After winning the gold, you also competed in the artistic team event mm-hmm. and you won a silver medal mm-hmm. with your uh, two other teammates. Looking back, uh, are you satisfied with the silver or do you think you could have done better and won gold as well? Um, as for me, I feel like I'm, I'm happy that I settled uh, with silver mm. for the team event because it's actually a new team. So our first competition, our first major competition was Asian Games. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, we could have done better if there is more time for us to trade. Mm. But I mean, for us to settle in silver, I'm already very happy. Satisfied. Mm. Coming to you, Mohamed Hazim, and you won gold in Class B, 50 to 55 kilogram division. At the age of 17, can you tell us what target did you set for yourself before the event? And then just before the grand final, how confident of, were you of winning the goal? So before the event, what was your target? 
So um, before the world champs, yeah. uh, I went through a lot of competition and I met some of the fighters, which is competing in the world champ also. So I most likely know their techniques and I beat them before. So uh, my target was goal, obviously it was goal. Okay, and from the start really? Yeah, from the start really it was goal. Okay. So, uh, so on the eve of the final? Definitely, no change. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, how confident am I mm. of winning the final? Yeah. Uh, cause um, I'm really confident. Cause uh, Singapore, uh, the Singapore supporters trust me uh, that I can win. So, I also must trust myself that I can win this final. Believe in yourself. Yeah, believe in myself. Right. Um, what did you take away from competing in front of the home crowd and seeing Singapore win six other gold medals as well? So seven gold at the World Champs. What is the experience you take away? For me, uh, it's the vibe mm. of competing in the home crowd because I've never been uh, fought in the major competition in the home crowd. Right. So it's a different kind of vibe. So it's more of like all positive, but also there's some pressure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, for me, it's the vibe. Yeah. Of competing. But you dealt with the pressure very well, and you know you kept you kept cool. Yeah. Got the job done. Uh, Zohaira, after the world championships, you competed in three more international tournaments. Mm-hmm this year, namely in South Korea, in Belgium, and the USA. You won gold in the US uh, and South Korea and settled for bronze in Belgium. Can I ask what was the experience like competing in the, in America and taking home the gold in the artistic event? It's definitely a different kind of feeling because... Um, how, ne- how popular is Sila in the US? Um, not so popular because uh, I think it's... Still. It's still quite new. Developing, okay. Yeah, but um, they have, as in like Silat is more of like an Asia kind of martial so we're trying to, you know, expand yeah. um, just so that, uh, you know, Silat is more known. Yeah. They, um, they probably view it as an MMA, a mixed martial art. Yes. Yeah, they probably mm-hmm. see it as that, yeah. Plus, I think they also feel that, um, you know, Silat is a very interesting martial art. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so your experience of winning gold in America? How do I say? Um, winning because we've never been to US before, and yeah. the environment is totally different than how it is here mm. in Singapore. Mm. So winning something overseas is always something that I uh, treasure the most. Cause it's not easy to win um, medal overseas, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I understand you're also part of the Specs program, mm-hmm. uh, which you know Shaké is part of uh, the Singapore Sports Institute. It's also by the National Youth Sports Institute. I think NYSI. I think they're involved as well. Uh, how has that benefited you in general? The the Specs program. Specs actually helped me a lot. I mean, from what I compare before our sales spec scholarship um, and after it has helped me it has given given me more time for for me to train Mm. like um, 
before this I didn't really get to I mean we still go overseas but not as much as I am going now yes and um, we are more with these specs I am more focused to I mean we do have a target so um, it gives me motivates me uh, like you I, I know that you know I have to um, present something I yeah. have to win something yeah. so the focus is there and I'm like um, for these sea games like I was a I was a SEA Games gold medalist also last time sure. but I wasn't a SPECS college mm. uh, I wasn't in SPECS mm. the difference is um, like I said time mm. and I have more uh, focus and um, more funds to, to use mm. for training yes. expenses yeah. mm. equipment as well like yeah. we get new stuff for us to you know because in artistic we do need like you know um Makeup for expression. We also need um, uniform. Yeah. Uniform plays a part also because we wear the velvet, so you show more of a. You show uh, more strength. Joanda, mm-hmm. uh, both these athletes are under the Specs program. Earlier in the show, we spoke to the divers. They are also under the Specs program. Maybe for the benefit of our audience, you could just simplify what the Specs program is about. Well, SPECS program is, uh, is a program whereby it helps the athlete to be a full-time athlete as well. So we are given two funds, which is one is for the program and one is for the athletes as well. So it helps them to uh, attain their utmost potential. Mm. Uh, okay, we come back now to Hazim. You won gold in both the Belgium and the US Opens this year. So there seems to be a certain certain level of consistency. Uh, on your part and is there anything different you did for these two events as opposed to the world champs because um, you won gold at the world champs and then you won gold in belgium and us so quite consistent you would say i think uh i just keep focusing on my training and like uh i wish uh like before the competition i wish uh sharpen my techniques and skills so that uh, in the competition, I won't mess up. Okay. Okay. Let's step out of the sports arena for a second. Let's get to know them a little bit more. Uh, do you watch football? Uh, English football? No? You no. don't watch English football? Okay. Uh, do, what do you do before you step onto the, onto the mat to play Sila? Do, do you have a ritual? Like a, like a favorite song? Um, do, do, do. I think um, before the the day before the competition, uh, I always uh, watch movie like inspirational movie. For example, like the Creed two, like the fighting movie. So like, I will get hype up and I will focus like like for me is like I will be my opponent you'll get energized yeah i will okay. get hype very hype so how many times how many times have you seen creed 2 i think <laughs> more than five really yeah hey i'm a fan but after twice or two movies <laughs> watching it twice i draw the line you've seen the movie five times yeah like i like the part where he adonis is training yeah 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 in the desert right yeah in the desert it was 
crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was a killer segment. Yeah. Um, what do you do for, for fun? I mean, he, <laughs> he watches inspirational <laughs> movies. Um, <coughs> I like to spend time with my family and mm-hmm. friends, mm-hmm. but that's if uh, they also have the time for me. But besides that, also like Hazim, I like to watch a movie. Just so, um, I wouldn't, I mean like just to get off, um, off the world of sea lands. Yes. So like I don't really think so much, I mean like, um, it's not just about sea but it's also about myself, you know. And um, Is there a favourite artist that you listen to uh, music wise? I like, I like to listen a slow kind of music, I'm not like, you know, like the clubbing or the uh, very high kind of mm, music mm. so I'm more of like a chill sometimes I like to hear uh, piano like without the singers and all classical yeah classical yes oh, wow okay Shakir Joanda yeah. is your favourite movie today Terminator <laughs> you're 32 <laughs> so is Terminator or what is you're a father of two so what is your favourite movie now or coming the coming weeks I think it's not more of a favorite. It's more of a you have to watch with them. Right. So and you know if once you bought the the DVDs and whatsoever, they they kept wanting to watch over and over again, and you have to watch with them as well. So you kind of like get into it as well. Yeah. So yeah. So um, before this they like to watch uh, the the movie Frozen. Okay. So they have what we wanting to wait for the Frozen two to come out. Wow. So yeah, I've been wanting to bring them once. It's been in Singapore so yeah the movie is coming out very soon I think 27 November yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that is going to break all the box office records all across the world yes. you know, all the big movies I, they luckily they didn't put it together with Star Wars it might have even toppled Star Wars you know episode who knows? 9 yeah who knows yeah. Um, yeah, you probably have to memorize the songs again all the new songs from the new movies as well okay <laughs> so your boys are 2 and 4 yes 2 and 4 is old um, okay, let's come back to the Southeast Asian Games proper. Less than three weeks to go. Uh, Zuhaira, how many events will you be uh, competing in? Uh, I'll be competing in just one event this time around because uh, there's no team event. There's no team event? Yeah. Okay. So for this thing, there's for male, um, all of the three categories is there single, double, and team, but for female, it's only single. Okay, I understand Singapore. Uh, Silat Federation is sending 12 athletes mm-hmm. uh, to compete uh, in nine, nine, div- nine categories. Mm, yes. Yeah, okay. So who do you think will be your biggest challenge in the artistic singles category? Uh, what is your personal target seeing that you are the defending gold medalist? The biggest challenge is obviously myself. Because, yeah. Uh, yeah, whatever it is, I'm copying, I'm competing in the arena alone. So the only, um, the biggest challenge is just myself. Right. And I mean, okay, besides that, it's, it's gonna be the Indonesian and also the host, Philippine. Uh, they definitely been working hard for it. I can see that uh, they had multiple um, overseas training and all just for their SEA Games. So uh, she will become one of my biggest competitors also, mm. um, as well as the Indonesian because they are very, um, she is a very experienced uh, athlete. Mm. Mm. Okay, nice. Uh, champion, 
Muhammad Hazim, who are you likely to face in your Class B uh, weight division? I assume it's still Class B, yeah. 50 to 55 kilo. Yeah. So who do you think will most likely be in your semi-final, final? I think um, it will be the Indonesians. Because okay. uh, I fought him before, but I lost to him. So uh, I think these SEA Games, uh, I will try my best. I will be beating him la, yeah. instead of him beating me. You have his number already. Yeah, <laughs> you have his number. So this is your first SEA Games campaign with the world title on your shoulders. Do you feel the weight of... Uh, and the pressure of having to prove to everyone that besides being number one in the world, you're also number one in Southeast Asia. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of pressure for me because um, a lot of people expecting me to get a goal. So for me, I just keep focusing in my training like uh, to improve on my kickings and like change a bit of my techniques because uh, my opponents, most of my opponents know my techniques already so like I need to change some of my techniques la. and also uh, I want the supporters to trust on me because uh, I've been training hard and I will also win the SEA Games yeah Silat of course is taking place in uh, Subic yeah. uh, and yeah, we hope uh, we'll see Team Singapore supporters also flying up to Subic uh, to support you guys. We will, we will try to catch you, I think, on live streaming uh, in action as well. Shakir Jonda, as a two-time world champion, what is your advice to him? First time in the SEA Games and he's already a world champion. But I'm sure there'll be many people who are looking to beat the world champion and say, hey, you know, last year maybe it was a... You know, you were lucky he was on home ground that you won. So what advice would you give to him? Well, first point is, um, take pressure as a pleasure for you. It's because um, being an athlete, there will always be a pressure. So you just have to embrace it and enjoy it. Enjoy the moment. Um, just give your very best. It's because this is your first game campaign. Nothing to lose. Uh, most of your competitors, your opponents, will be watching you during your games but you don't need to care about them just care about yourself focus on what you're going to do and I believe that you'll be do, uh, you'll do the best and make Singapore proud Nice And Zuhaira, she's uh, the current gold medalist in her artistic singles um, Yes, and also world champion as well World champion as well, yes Same thing Correct. also um, No pressure I know that you can do it You will do your very best um, one thing is uh, you just have to be sincere with yourself and just perform the three minutes the very best that you can do because it's only one performance and after that it will be the decision yeah. nice okay uh, alright we've come to the end of uh, this discussion on Pinchat Silat uh, on, on SG Sports uh, Uncut but just before they go I think our two athletes uh, you brought something of a personal and a significant value. Uh, maybe you like to share first. For me, it would be picture. It's a, a picture. Uh, yeah, it's oh, a you hold it up so that we can see it. There's two. Okay, 
just never mind after this. Okay, yeah. you just hold first. Hold first. Okay. Uh, yeah. After this, we'll get a zoom. A zoom. Do I, I, I think I take, I take it out. Okay. So why do the these two photos? What do they mean? Usually, I just put inside my luggage. So um, you know, luggage got this zip. Oh, so yeah. I will just place it there. So you know, uh, every time if you have overseas training, I will just the first thing I will see is them and. This is to remind myself that um, I'm not alone, and um, these are the reason. These are the people, the reason why I'm here, and uh, I know that they always pray for me. Mm. One wants the best for me, so sometimes you know when I, I mean there are days where you don't feel good about yourself and you feel, I mean you are just at your lowest, and. You are there alone, so this picture really it inspires you. Yeah, it just remind me how um how important they are to me and why why am I doing this because I'm I'm doing it for them and um I'm here because of them and I don't ever want to disappoint them. So it's your mom and dad, and my grandfather. <laughs> your grandfather. Yeah, my <laughs> only grandfather left. So okay. and he he always likes to watch um videos. Sometimes when people come to my uh, my house, and then he will just randomly show people um a video of me or, or a picture of me doing my um doing my thing. Yeah. So okay. he's actually really proud. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Okay, thank you very much for sharing. I mean, <laughs> for you. for sharing that very moving tribute to your parents and your your grandfather who still he's still yeah yeah he's still yeah. he's still Hazim, what about you? Uh, for me, uh, it's this watch. <laughs> okay, yeah. why why this watch? Because I got it from my parents during my birthday. Yeah, this because, uh, yeah. Which birthday? This birthday. Okay. Because um. I rarely I rarely spend time with my family, okay. so this watch brings me like reminder. So like like give me happiness lah, because uh they have been always supporting. Like they is my backbones lah, like they keep pushing me and. Also, sometimes I miss when I was young. Like I, I always spend time with them. So I think it's. I think this is mm. the thing, lah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, it's another very touching moment. All right. Uh, we've come to the end of this discussion on Silat. Uh, we wish the both of you the very best. Uh, you know, competing at the twenty nineteen Southeast Asian Games. And of course, beyond that as well, Shakir Juanda. Once again, congratulations, being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Uh, what a what a moment that is, you know. And joining our two young world champions, being an inspiration for for them as well. You being a former two-time world champion, and uh, yeah, all the best for the Sea Games and beyond. Thanks very much for coming on board, uh, SG Sports Uncut, and uh, we'll see you soon. Thank you. Thank you. And there you have it. We just spoke to our athletes from Pinchak Silat and diving earlier on. 
Well, if you have any comments about this show, feel free to share them on SG Sports TV's YouTube channel or send us an email on sgsportsuncut at gmail.com. Till the next time, I'm Raj Kumar. I'll see you again next week. Bye for now.